Hey friends, and welcome back to the Habits and Home Show. I'm so glad you're here today on this special episode because it is the one year anniversary of this podcast, the Habits and Home Show. It also signifies the day that I decided to stop being a procrastinator. Yep, this time last year, September 1st, I did an episode on procrastination and I decided that I am no longer going to be a procrastinator and I feel like I've done pretty good this year. And if you've been around since that very first episode, you probably remember that I shared about perfectionism and a fear of failure because those two things were holding me back from launching the podcast. But I was done. I was absolutely done with the overthinking and the worrying about doing it wrong. I'm doing air quotes, doing it wrong, because we know that when we try something, it doesn't have to be right the very first time. So I just forced myself to just launch the podcast. And I'm so glad I did because I am so much further along in my experience, in my just trial and error, I've learned so much. And if I had not started the day that I did, I would not be where I am today. So yay. So that one declaration and overcoming the need for perfectionism was a turning point for me. I no longer identified as a procrastinator and my actions this past year have literally solidified that belief about myself. Anytime there was an opportunity to put a task off, my inner belief about myself, like it wouldn't let me do that. It kind of made me feel off. Like I was going against the very nature of my being. So anytime I thought about putting a task off until later, I found that anxiety would start creeping in again. And (laughs) I don't know about you, but if you've lived in an anxious state and then you see what it's like to not live in an anxious state of being, you will do whatever you can to keep yourself from that. And I decided, I, I, I just refused to let myself get into that state again because I just wasn't in a good place that allowed myself to thrive and to be my best self. So that off feeling, and I'm doing air quotes again, that off feeling has become the trigger for me to take action because, and because of me developing that constant action taking habit this past year, I have reaped many rewards. And on this episode today, I am sharing with you five simple but powerful things that I have gained from giving up the habit of procrastination for an entire year. All right, let's dive right on in. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us 
and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Okay, so before I dive into those five things that I have gained from not procrastinating this past year, I want to remind you, if you are procrastinating putting off going to habitsandhome.com and downloading that reset checklist, that daily reset checklist that I keep telling you about, if you have been putting it off and you say, eventually I'll go over there and I'll do that, today is the day. Go over to habitsandhome.com and right on the first, the front page, the home page, you will see a little box that says download the daily reset checklist. Friend, this is going to help you at night not to put things off for the next day. It's going to help walk you through resetting your home. This is what I use in my home and I think you need it in your home as well. So go to habitsandhome.com and download that free daily reset checklist. All right, so let's dive into the five simple but powerful things that I have gained from giving up procrastination for one year. Okay, number one is I was able to accomplish so many goals. I mean, just imagine if you have goals and you say yes to all the little tasks that are going to help you get closer to your goal. I mean, you're going to have a lot of things accomplished if you keep saying yes. Yes, I need to do that task right in front of me. I have this goal. You're going to start accomplishing so much. So I'm going to share with you a list of some of the goals that I have achieved this past year because I kept saying yes. I kept saying, yes, Lisa, do it right now. Don't put it off any longer. So I hope you feel motivated and inspired by my short little list. Okay, here it goes. I launched a new business as a virtual assistant specializing in social media management, Pinterest management, graphic design, I launched a new business, a side business, along with my professional organizing business. Um, I took a podcasting course. I took a blogging and a YouTube course. I hired a business coach for an entire year. I hired a virtual assistant to help me in some parts of my business. I had many (laughs) uncomfortable conversations with people to walk through conflict, to work through conflict. That was uncomfortable, but I didn't put it off. I, you know, went straight forward, um, gently, of course, but putting off talking to those people would just prolong the healing that could take place in those relationships. Jared and I took a couple's trip, like a like with another couple, one some of our friends, um, and it was amazing. We had never done that before. We've been married for 17 years, and I would say we did take a couple's trip when we first got married with our friends Paul and Emily, but we haven't done a couple's trip since then, since we've had kids, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it so much, and we actually plan on making it an annual trip and I just, I just loved hanging out with them. So find your people and be intentional about having a relationship with them. Um, I have tried some new recipes. Y'all, I don't try new things. I am such a try and true person. Like uh, whatever I find, I like stick to it. So I actually tried some new recipes 
including getting back into making my sourdough bread as well as expanding beyond just the bread and learning different ways to use my sourdough starter. Um, I finished two home renovation projects that I have been putting off. One of them is my beautiful office that I'm sitting in right now. If you follow me on social media, I share about my office pretty often when I sit down to do my work block. Um, and then the other project that is not quite complete, but I would say it's like 95% complete, is our boys upstairs bedroom. And I actually haven't shared or done a reveal of their bedroom on social media yet, but I have some ideas for you. Um, the other thing was that I re redecorated my daughter's bedroom after she's been asking to have it redecorated since we've moved in. <laughs> but I'm not blaming that entirely on me because she couldn't decide how she wanted to decorate it. So I just came home from Ikea one day. Well, actually we were at Ikea and I just started picking out things. She wasn't even there. I started picking out things for her room. I said to myself, she can't decide, so I'm gonna decide for her. And thankfully she was really excited. And so we got her, her room completely decorated. Um, I listened to so many Audible books. I didn't put off those books. I got a new book every month and I actually finished it. So that was really cool. Um, I also started reading physical books. There is just something so humanistic about reading a physical book, like holding it in your hand. I just enjoy it so much. I'm actually reading um, Where the Crawdads Sing and I love it. It's got me like, it's captivated my attention right away. I have slowed down in a business that I am really not very passionate about. That was kind of hard. Sometimes you have to lay down things that you've probably been doing for years, but you're no longer passionate about it. So I have been uh, slowing down in that business and moving on to other things. I have stopped multitasking and I have started following a daily time blocking system so much better. <laughs> um, I also got up daily at 5.30ish to exercise. I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And I started going to bed early and we also left a homeschooling community that didn't fit my family's needs and we started a new homeschooling community from scratch. So that's been really exciting. Oh, and I could just go on and on. So many more things that I've been able to accomplish by not procrastinating. And I want to tell you that it will get easier. So saying no to procrastinating and like identifying as a person who doesn't procrastinate has made this year full of successful moments. And I know that the more that I build this habit of tackling tasks right away, the easier it will get. And it will get easier for you as well. And I know that the faster that I do these tasks that I really want to avoid and I want to put them off, the less I will struggle with the temptation to put things off. So the more I say yes right away, the easier it's going to get. So apply that to your own life. Things that you're putting off 
just say yes right away. It's going to get easier and you're going to be less tempted to procrastinate the more you just say yes. You know, like the Nike slogan, just do it. Just do it, sister. Just do the task. Don't put it off. You will feel so much lighter by doing that. So keep on working your non-procrastinating muscle. That's something that I've been telling my kids in their schooling, things that are hard for them. I say, it's just like any other muscle. Like they don't like to write. My boys don't like to write. And we're really focusing on writing this year. And <laughs> they hate it. And I say, it's like in it's like working out your muscles when you're playing soccer or when you're playing baseball. It's going to suck at first. You're going to it's going to be hard and it's going to be painful, but the more you work out that muscle, that writing muscle, the more you're going to the better you're going to get at it. So you have to work your non-procrastinating muscle so that you can get better at it. Okay, number two is that my anxiety over task has decreased significantly. It's so weird that, it's so weird what you will put yourself through. I, I know how my procrastinating was causing me to feel anxious and overwhelmed, yet I was so used to that cycle that I couldn't get myself out of it. I couldn't get myself out of that rut. I was so, my body was so used to that anxious feeling that any time that I would see a task and I would just think about putting it off, my anxiety, my body would just go into automatic anxiety mode. And it was almost, it was, it was almost as if I was sabotaging myself. I mean, in fact, that's exactly what I was doing. My body had gotten so used to that that it would easily get back into that state. So the more I procrastinated, the more anxious I felt. And the more anxiety that I experienced, the more I felt paralyzed to even do anything. So when I made that declaration last year that I was no longer going to procrastinate, it wasn't like I was immediately cured and I no longer procrastinated. It, it definitely has been a struggle to retrain my brain from putting off tasks. I've literally had to make myself do things when I didn't feel like doing them just because I made it public that I was no longer going to live as a procrastinator. Just even knowing that fact that I have actually stated it out loud, that I'm not gonna be a procrastinator, like really gave me that inner drive and that that inner motivation to do it. I didn't wanna be a hypocrite. <laughs> so just like any other addiction, because there's no, there's not much difference between habits and addictions, I still have to fight against the anxiety that wants to creep in sometimes due to procrastinating. I actually have a new dream that I felt led to do lately um, and to support this podcast and the blog that I that I write up, but I've been putting it off. Those thoughts of per- perfection come in and fear of failure and that I won't be good at it. Friends, you will not be good at something when you first start. And I don't expect people to be good at it. So why do I put that pressure on myself? We are definitely not going to be good at it. And so in fact, um, I actually had to walk my daughter through this very thing recently um, for this new school year. She wanted to 
take a new dance class, a jazz. She's never taken jazz. She takes ballet. She takes a lyrical. And she wanted to try jazz. Well, her teacher knows that she's like an advanced dancer. So she put her in the advanced class. Well, my daughter's like, I have to be good before I can do this advanced class. And I told her, I was like, babe, you just have to be new. You just have to be new at it. Um, so just when you're doing something new, like I'm about to do something brand new, I am going to be, be new at it. Something new, um, is hard at first and you're, you just have to practice those muscles. So speaking of something new, there's something new coming to habits in a home and like any other task that I've done this past year, I am going to force myself to do this probably slowly at first. I'm going to share with you what that new venture is really, really soon. So hold on tight. All right. So the next way my life is so much better without procrastination is that my friendships and my relationships are so much better. When I stopped procrastinating, I also stopped being forgetful. I started utilizing my paper and my virtual calendars more, which meant I was able to be more intentional with planning get-togethers with friends and keeping up with birthdays better. If you've been around since the beginning of this podcast, I did an episode on, it's actually number 11, two things you can do to be a better friend. And in that episode, I share how to use your calendar and your reminders app on your phone to keep up with your friend's birthdays, to be able to text them on their birthday, to show that you love them and you're thinking about them. And then for your reminders app to set it on a, um, a rotation to where Every month, certain friend, you're reminded to call certain friends and get together with them and plan a lunch date, or every two months or every three months, depending on how much you want to pour into those relationships. And another way my friendships have gotten so much better by me not procrastinating is that I've stopped putting off texting or calling friends and family when they come to my mind. So when I think about my family members or my friends and they just come to mind, I've always thought that that's God's way of telling me, hey, they need someone to tell them that they're thinking of them and maybe it'll change their day or change their how they're feeling at that moment. So anytime someone comes to mind, instead of just pushing that off and procrastinating, I just immediately text them or call them to let them know that I'm thinking about them. So it's definitely increased or improved my friendships and my relationships in my life. All right, number four, I have so much more confidence when tackling new ideas and goals. So remember that fear of failure I was talking about earlier that I struggle with when I was starting this podcast. Well, the good thing about not being able to procrastinate is that through making myself just do it, I've developed a lot of confidence. I've learned that whatever I'm doing or whatever I'm working on doesn't have to be perfect. There's a lot of imperfect people out there just doing things. And because they're taking messy risk and messy action, they're able to start learning and they're able to start pursuing opportunities to practice those those muscles, those learning muscles that they need for the goals that they're going for. They are not worried about perfectionism. I have definitely learned from people 
just taking messy action in the beginning and seeing how far they are in what they started. It's it's just amazing. So they've set, definitely set an example for me. So if you don't do it, whatever you feel called to do, you will never have to have the opportunity to make it better. You will never have the opportunity to develop that muscle or those skills that you need. You will remain stuck right where you are. And sister, let me just tell you, we all have room for improvement. I'm giving you permission to take messy action. Do the thing that God is calling you to do and just try. Be brave. Your future stronger. I know you will be stronger. Your future self will look back at this moment and say, wow, that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Pursue the opportunities that allow you to practice. Don't just play it safe with what you already know because you never become better than what you are now by doing that. You will only develop confidence through practice, but you will have to take the first step to get you there. And on that note, the number one thing that I have gained from living a life without procrastination is that I can now encourage others to lay down the anxiety that procrastination brings. Lay down their pursuit of perfection before they start and lay down the fear of failure. I'm going to share a quote with you. Charles Dickens stated that procrastination is the thief of time. And he's absolutely right because either you never ever do the thing and you let it defeat you or you eventually do the thing only after wasting a lot of time sitting, waiting, and worrying. And then you'll end up wishing that you had started sooner. I wasted all of that time, you'll say to, you'll end up saying to yourself, I wasted so much time. <laughs> Friend, God created only one you. He has given you the passions and dreams and callings, and he wouldn't have placed them inside of you if he didn't want you to try. Stop putting it off. Take the next step. Your future self will thank you. Okay, Lisa, so you've built all this up and you've told us you're not going to procrastinate anymore and that there's something that you have been called to do and you may have been putting it off for a while. So what is that next step for the Habits and Home show? Well, here's the news. <laughs> oh, it's kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous to say it. All right, I'm starting a YouTube channel. <laughs> so much of what I teach to you on this podcast is visual. The tutorials of decluttering your home room by room and how to organize and systemize your home for better flow and routine. There's so much more that I can give you by offering a video component to the podcast. So are you as excited as I am? I am nervous, but I'm also excited because I just, I love the idea of actually showing you and walking you through all of the steps visually instead of just talking them out. I am a teacher, that is my nature, and so it is a little nerve wracking because I, you know, you look at somebody who's been doing it for a while and you start to go into comparison mode and I don't want to do that. I am turning off, I'm going to turn off all all visuals and what I'm looking at and I'm going to have tunnel vision and I'm just going to 
make it what it is, okay? I can only provide for you what comes from my heart and it's not gonna be perfect. It's not gonna be perfectly edited and entertaining. It's just gonna be real. It's gonna give you the goods that you need to help your home have better habits, better flow, and better routine for you and for your family. So I hope you will join me on September 29th, 2022, which is my birthday, <laughs> when the first video is published. And it's my prayer that it can be a blessing to you and your family as you pursue an intentional motherhood through habits in your home.